Welcome to the Intertidal Talks podcast. I am Kendra, marine biologist and your host. This podcast is meant to teach, inform, and entertain you about all things marine science and conservation. If you are a marine scientist or advocate with a story to share, you can contact me at intertidaltalks at gmail.com. Want to join our marine science community? Join us at patreon.com slash kendi underscore marine bio. Welcome Hi, to welcome the Cup to of the Coke podcast. podcast. Wait, what just happened? <laughs> what happened? Uh-oh. There's a lot going on Whoa. there. <laughs> Erica, explain what just happened, please. That was welcome. Welcome to like five podcasts in one podcast, super podcast right now. Um, but yes, welcome to the Breaching Extinction podcast, Ocean Lovers podcast, Orca Man podcast, Cup of Hope podcast, not in our title talks podcast because thank you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just all of the podcasts at one time. Um, but yes, yeah, so we are here this week to talk about Orca Month and kind of have a special Orca Month celebration. Um, but in case you are not familiar with any of these podcasts, um, let's just go around and have everybody introduce themselves. I can start. My name's Erica with the Breaching Extinction podcast, um, which is all about the Southern resident killer whales and all the intersectionality of that conservation issue. Brian, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brian with the Cup of Hope podcast, which is really about just spreading a whole lot of positive vibes around the world. Fred? I'm going to play popcorn. Uh, I'm Fred. <laughs> I'm with the Orca Man podcast. Uh, what uh, we're aiming to do more than anything else is just to talk with everybody within the community itself. It's massive and uh, fun to dive around in. So that's what we're here for. Kendra? Hi, I'm Kendra, and I have the Intertidal Talks podcast, which is focused on talking about marine science with marine biologists, with conservationists, and also just talking about living sustainably. And then Ocean Lovers gals. Hello, I'm Christy. I'm Erica. (laughs) And our podcast is pretty broad. We talk about a bunch of ocean related topics and have awesome guests on the podcast. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we're all here because we like orcas and- No, we love orcas. Love orcas. We don't like orcas. We love orcas. We love orcas. Jesus. why why does everybody love orcas well i'll go first and i'll just be (laughs) blunt um i didn't love orcas until i loved my wife um (laughs) who happens to love orcas uh she uh you know as the story goes saw an orca at SeaWorld and talked to the trainer to learn how to you know what do you got to do to swim with orcas and so they said you got to become a marine biologist which is about half of this zoom room right here and um so she came to college here at seattle pacific university to become a marine biologist did two years of it and then realized like hey i don't like science at all really um but i still love orcas and so that kind of stuck when we got married we started a brand called blackfin coffee because we love orcas so there you go nice also just really good coffee it is mm-hmm. it's really good coffee. 
This episode is sponsored by Blackfin Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, we got to get you some coffee, man. Soon it's enough, really I'm waiting until I get back to the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> and then ideally have one ready. With that, I'll pop off next, I guess. Um, I think for me, it was actually my parents. They bought a Chevy Venture when I was like three. And it was a Warner Brothers edition. And so like it had like that little TV screen in the back. And it just came with a movie, which was Free Willy. And then my parents were sent on about the adventure of what I call a lifetime, because it's mine at the very least, um, into the world of orcas after that. I was just uh, <laughs> much like her, like SeaWorld and the rest, and then out to the Pacific Northwest. It's just been a wild ride. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, right. I guess I guess I'll go next. Um, so knowing that we were going to do this episode, it kind of got me thinking like, why do I love orcas? And after really thinking about it, I realized that orcas is kind of what, I don't want to say kickstarted my career wanting me to go to marine biology, but they were probably the first marine life that I saw as a kid. I went to SeaWorld, you know, I think we all did at some point in our childhood and it motivated, like got me to love them. Little did we know back then, obviously, but um, really that's kind of like the first experience I ever had with being so close to marine life. And I don't know, it just made me fall in love with them. And then just knowing where I am now and looking back on that, it just makes me appreciate them so much more with what we know now. I'll go next. Um, I love orcas probably for all the reasons that everyone loves orcas. When you see them in the wild, it seriously feels just like like magic. They're so otherworldly and just the most majestic creatures. It's like looking at a, a unicorn squirting rainbows and <laughs> it's just like, yeah, orcas are awesome. Hashtag orcas are awesome. <laughs> what about you kendra yeah so not to uh beat a dead horse with this but i grew up going to sea world at like nine months like my family had had uh, annual passes uh, to sea world san antonio and we went all the time and starting at like nine months in scrapbooks it there's very clearly stated kendra loved the orcas kendra would not leave the stadium Kendra only wanted to see the killer whales. Um, and so since then that stuck and I wanted to be a trainer up until I was 19, I actually almost flew out to San Antonio to do the audition and the swim tests. I, they had an open position. I literally almost booked a flight out of Hawaii that day and went to take it, but I didn't. Um, and that's around the time when I got involved with the Southern Resident Killer Whale Conservation Projects out here, um, just in terms of raising awareness with social media. That's mainly what I was doing. I was working with a different conservation organization focused on sharks. And so I brought killer whales into it more um, and started doing it in Hawaii. And then I just moved out here to Canada and have only seen wild orcas once. So felt that magic for like the unicorns, but uh, <laughs> bonnet more. Okay. Can you Tell everyone about what was happening on the day that you saw orcas. Yeah, so I got engaged. Um, <laughs> so I was out with, I was out on Stephanie Meyer's yacht when I got engaged. You're so with, 
that's just like a fun detail that it's I'll so like drop and they're like, like wait, 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 wait. What? Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Myers as in Twilight? Stephanie yeah. Myers? Yeah. Wait, what? It's just yeah. casual. <laughs> the casuality that was. <laughs> this is why. It's funny. Yeah. Um, we're friends with her son. We, <laughs> we came out uh, to, to Seattle last summer just to like have a little vacation and he was going to propose. I didn't know. Uh, we stayed with my friend. And then one day we went up and we, I really wanted to see Kill the World. So I, I texted him. I was like, hey, would it be like too much? Because he'd always offered that if we were ever in Seattle, he, we could like go out and try to see whales. So I followed up on that, of course. And we went out and headed to Lion Kiln and K-Pod popped up. And it was like, it was either the day they showed back up in the Sailor Sea or the day after they had first been seen. It was one of the two, but they were like, we hadn't seen them for, how, do you guys remember how long the streak was last summer? It was like two 15, or three months. months. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We were, it was like the longest. So that was super exciting. And I was like sobbing. I don't know mm. if there's pictures on my Instagram. If anyone wants to see how embarrassed and funny it is. I've, I've like, seen them. I've seen <laughs> it too. It's pretty so special. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And even then, and it was the Southern residence. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> I can't gosh. imagine like a better proposal for you. Right? Well, and then my, so my husband, he then was like, oh, we should go on the bow. And I'm very much like, no, no, you don't go on the bow. Like, unless you ask, like, I don't know if they're okay with that. But he was like, no, come on. And I was like, well, no, we got to ask first. Cause like some people aren't okay with that. And like, I work on the one ocean boats and I was like, you cannot go on the bow unless you're an employee. Like, no, no, no. Um, but the, it was okay. They were okay with it. That was the plan. So it took me, we went up to the front. I'm still crying and looking <laughs> and um, I turned and he was on one knee and proposed. And then I got a sick, I got a sick ring shot with my engagement ring with K37 right in the background, like his big dorsal fin. It was just chef's kiss. Wow. <laughs> wow. Perfection. That's awesome. What a story. I'm, yeah, seriously. Jeez. That's so <laughs> Yeah, he I won. I agree. Hasn't, we haven't talked about this yet, like on the podcast, Kendra's engagement. I feel like that's an episode within itself, but we just had it. Just the whole journey. <laughs> yeah. The whole so Kendra journey. wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's not a competition. But thank you. <laughs> but yes, I know. It would also. It was also like right when Midnight Sun was coming out, and so when we were driving to their place, like meet them, we. We like offered to like help pay for gas, just like be nice. Cause I was like, we're gonna be on your boat. Like, what can we do? And they were like, oh, not a big deal. So instead, since they wouldn't take any money from us, we made them like this giant charcuterie board. Cause my friend Aww. like makes charcuterie boards. And I was like, what if we made it Twilight theme? And she was like, <gasps> no. And I was like, but please like pomegranate right in the middle, get like an apple, but like make all like the meats oh around God. it look like hands. So it's like the cover. That. No, I was, I was outlawed. They were like, we might seem weird. And none of us actually like Twilight that much. <laughs> I was like, I like the movies. What are you talking about? Oh you don't win anyway. I know <laughs> I was, I was all for it. I have, <laughs> I was the like, only thing that could have made it better is if it was at La Push beach. Right. <laughs> that would have been just bigger chef's kiss yeah <laughs> i've been to la push it's nice have you i've been mm -hmm. wanting to go i've been too it's beautiful honestly i, I love to, i unironically love forks i used to live in port angeles which is where she like goes prom dress shopping <laughs> yeah. what's la push beach if you don't because yeah, I'm, I'm lost there oh, okay it's something from from Twilight. yeah okay come on okay so that's basically like the beach where the like jacob and his his buddies hang out it's just really oh, okay. pretty 
so but I it's think here our, in washington too so i think yeah. our next couple episodes we're just gonna do talks about each book or each movie just gonna... <laughs> honestly i know another whale person who would be on board so fast because we love to talk about twilight all the time literally all the tiktoks we send each other are all about twilight really <laughs> yeah that's funny this, this is, is no awesome. longer an orca podcast. This is now a Twilight podcast. Twilight. Not the twist you expected. I mean, vampires magic, orcas magic. Just exactly. Here's Erica and vampire pointing to her orca art. We love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. Well, okay. This is like really off topic, but now I kind of need to know. Um. If you guys could be a mythical creature, which one would it be? Wow, oh dead silence. <laughs> mermaid? Yeah, valid. Probably that. Yeah, mermaid. Ball picking. Okay. Cool. We're just all going to go with mermaid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I don't know. Centaurs are pretty cool. Okay. I, I legit <laughs> thought about centaur for a second. <laughs> I, I think a centaur is kind of dope. I don't understand how they have upper body strength. Your hair but... would really fit with the centaur yeah. vibe. Thank you. Like, I, mm. I understand. I'm pretty sure I'd want to be a dragon. That's, yeah, that's wow. another good one. Yeah, I want to be a leprechaun. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it the money? <laughs> yes. Good reason is any. <laughs> or the good luck, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all the four leaf clovers. <laughs> and the marshmallows. Marshmallow. How was that mythical? Lucky <laughs> charms. Come on. Lucky charms. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you want to? The marshmallow man from that that car thing yeah the michelin, michelin man, michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what popped in my head <laughs> okay so brian's a dragon fred is a centaur kendra and erica and i are mermaids <laughs> the michelin man. Okay. that's funny i love that i'll stick Amazing. with it <laughs> our audience is learning so much about yeah. us right now <laughs> they're like from what made us like whales to twilight and now mythical creatures right actually, fun though, right? I, actually i do have a really good answer yeah i would okay. probably say godzilla okay valid okay yeah that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like i would definitely be like a mermaid or like i could see myself being a fairy too a i'm fairy. literally gonna create a meme after this with <laughs> kirsty's face as on godzilla's body that's like okay, the so thumbnail for the, find, for the yeah. podcast but i'm like a total godzilla fan and my husband makes me makes fun of me for it all the time when we watch <laughs> the movies he's like who are you who did i marry i'm like I, I guess I didn't tell you that before we got here. <laughs> He's like, I never would have thought you would have loved Godzilla. I'm like, yeah. So that's like my go-to movie. I love it. That's your comfort movie? It really is. I don't know why. That's fair. Mine's like The Notebook or Winter Soldier. So, you know, we all got our things. Yeah. <laughs> mine's nine to five because Dolly Parton, obviously. That's, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Good one. Oh, mine's Man. also, mine would also maybe be Free Willy, but that one. Mm. It's a special def- comfort movie. You need to break I, that out yeah, specifically. I definitely go for The Notebook or Warner Soldier first. Now, that one's like, mm, I feel like reminiscing comfort movie. There's a difference. Mine is The Sandlot. Yes. Oh, good one. That's oh. a good one. And Bruce Almighty. Killer. That's another good one. 
Yeah, you know, mine gonna... mine is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's a good okay, everyone. I know so many people that hate that movie. I loved it. How can you hate that movie? Like, I don't know. The beard man. <laughs> waiting, it's on my list. I thought it was so good when I saw it. And my parent, my mom, my sister were like, that was the stupidest movie ever. Oh <laughs> I was like, my mm. god. Oh, away. <laughs> oh my god. Do we I think have it was just slow. movies? Obviously, Fred's is Free Willy, I'm assuming. Free is Willy, it... uh, actually, no, I really like Namu. Okay. Namu, my best friend, is the movie that came out in like 1965, and it's yeah. like oddly Ooh. cute. Like, it's like terribly <laughs> filmed, and like it's like a B list movie from 1966, but it's it's a it's pretty it's pretty neat in general. Yeah. <laughs> No, I much. just want to point out how nobody said that Twilight is their favorite movie. It's not a good It's movie. New Moon. New Moon would be the comfort movie of the Twilight <sighs> series, obviously. Oh, that's tough. New that's Moon has because... the best soundtrack. Oh, it's got that. It's yes. got the, the depression scene. If there's yep. a possibility when it's like going through the months. I think that needs to be our next TikTok. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sad because I will do it. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So enough of that wait what's yours erica you didn't say yours yeah wait my favorite oh, you said a fairy no, oh wait, we're talking about movies about now <laughs> we're talking about movies i said nine to five. Oh yeah oh, you did yeah that's right yes never mind I, i'm taking it back take it back but i also don't because it was funny to, to see kirstie do that <laughs> i take my back <laughs> michelin man oh my god i'm gonna i think i should change my your name in my phone to the michelin <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Whatever meme Brian makes, just put as her like photo to her contact photo. So happy Orca Month! <laughs> this is not what people came here. What for. a segue! What they're <laughs> yes, happy Orca Month! Thanks for bringing us back. Um, what are you guys doing for Orca Month? Anyone? I feel like every day social media every yeah. every day. Yeah. I feel like we've definitely been talking about it more for sure, especially with the podcast. We definitely brought it up a couple of times. Um yeah, I think social media would be a big one. And mm-hmm. obviously with sharing Blackfin Coffee and PNW, I feel like that's a good way to kind of bring awareness too. Do you have any ideas of things that we could do that would help out? I mean we we are trying to infiltrate the Biden administration. So if any of our listeners have a connection to the Biden administration, yeah, no. Um, but I mean, writing our officials, like I mean, at this point, it's like we've been writing our senators for a while, and like yes, continue to do that. But at the same time, it's kind of like it seems like we need to try to go a little bit higher up and approach it that way. Um, but like, I mean bottom line they those animals need more fish so like getting them more fish like you know writing to try to support more sustainable fisheries doing what we can to reduce our you know pollutants in the water which obviously a lot of the toxicants in the water are not like you know people's everyday use it's like bigger things like shipping containers and other stuff so i mean do what you can write who you can and then just like leave them leave them alone let them let them do their thing like you know, educate people about the Southern residents. You can share good like voter practices and whatnot. Um, but there's so many different ways you can help them. Like you could jump on some like 
restoration projects. You could volunteer. If you don't have time, but you have money, you can give your money to organizations who do these things um, like Wild Orca, Center for Whale Research. Any of those would be good. Orca Salmon. ENW Protectors. ENW Protectors. Any of those um, would be great. So that's those are some very simple ways that you can help the Southern residents. Cool. Yes. I, um, yeah, so I kind of am along the vein of every day is work a month, day, awareness. Yeah. Something. Um, but today I made a post and I, and, and I, you know, anybody who knows what I do on Instagram, they just know I just, you know, take really awesome orca photos that somebody else captured and posted on my feed. But, uh, one of the photographers, um, who is actually a Black Fang Coffee customer. Um, his name is Steven Rink. I gave him a shout out on social media today and said, go follow this guy and help him get over a thousand followers. And so I feel like that was kind of uh, a hat, hat tipped to Orca Awareness Month. Not because of him, but like he takes pictures of the Southern residents pretty often. And uh, he's pretty cool guy you know i like to help people who are doing what they're doing already um and you know if you're doing whatever you can to you know advocate for saving the southern resident orcas then that's something i want to get behind so you know yeah i think that that's a good idea and i think brian you're really good at um promoting like those types of people like and photographers who deserve to have their work promoted because there's a lot of like unethical things that happen in the field we don't need to dive into that at this moment because I feel like I beat that topic like a dead horse every day of my life because I live it and I'm in whale watching and I hate it but yeah I think like that is like a really good thing to promote people who are ethically taking photos which would be from a distance and and, and also sharing the, the story and the plate of the Southern residents rather than being like, hey, check out this sick content, you know? So. Wait, so don't go swimming with the Southern residents. Is what so don't, like, don't, don't, don't. Definitely <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> don't <laughs> intentionally go swimming with the Southern resident. Or I think even <laughs> unintentionally at this point, you'd get fined big time. Yeah. <laughs> Just because like I've seen people get fined for unintentional things. But uh, when you just post a picture, Noah don't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. But that not always. Like, but with them, they would. Yeah. What isn't that in Hawaii though, where they're a little bit more regulated like that? Or no, no. I'm talking about humpback whales, and so uh, all these animals fall under the Marine Mammal Protection Act, which within the U.S. you cannot intentionally be seeking out most marine mammal encounters in the water, uh, especially within a certain distance. If you cross that big doo-doo but with specific species that are then under the endangered species act bigger doo-doo uh they have more restrictions on them so that's why humpback whales you cannot swim with them at all within three miles of the shoreline of like hawaii or within any state waters three miles past that you're more so in kind of international waters and technically if you're three miles and two inches away from shore you'd be fine but you'd have to be able to prove that those ones though, they usually will back off of because they can't really say, like they'll might send you like a, hey, take this down, but unless oh. they can prove that you're violating. But if it's something where like they can see the shoreline, which has happened with people who are very clearly on a reef with the humpback whales or like mm. within like Lahaina, <clears throat> the area of Lahaina off of Maui, you get in big trouble. Mm. But for some residents, 
but they're bear protected under the endangered species act and the marine mammal protection act so any kind of in the water activity with them would get you in big big trouble unless you could like prove it was literally a swim by and you were already in the water yeah and you like have the whole clip like like a boat abandoned you almost yeah like it was it was a hit and run by them and you were like literally just swimming just 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 trying to stay alive here (laughs) and i would like and like you should very much disclose that in the caption like we were literally just diving and they zoop yeah that would probably be fine posting that stuff at that point you know like just yeah. just gems, but also like oh my god i'm not i don't want to get i don't want to dive deep into this well let's topic. be realistic like if you're just a random swimmer and you happen to capture that of course you're putting that crap You'd all post, over social yeah. media true i don't know it's <laughs> i i hate whale social media just because i feel did like I start something <laughs> like you did you did and everyone knows because it's such yeah. a, like, it's really like the salmon, I will agree. Yes, that is a bigger issue. It is like killing the whales. But like, I just like, I hate whale social media because I live it every day. And I see people like posting things. And it's, I feel like it's mostly just California, but like, just like they get too close to the whales. They don't respect the whales. Then other people think they can get too close to the whales and not respect the whales. And then no, and then there are, there are some good people out there. There totally are. And I'm just like highlighting the bad people right now. I'm not highlighting the bad people. I'm highlighting bad behavior, but like (laughs) they don't speak up for the animals. And I feel like I see that more than I see the good people. And I just get frustrated because I'm like, we should not be so privileged to spend time around these animals and then not do everything that we can and especially if you have a big following, you definitely need to be like speaking up for these animals. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I, my question for you guys is what can we do to make the orca community better? Like how can we elevate the orca community? What do you guys think? I think it's important we don't put ourselves in echo chambers where we only hear our side of something, our views, uh, because that happens pretty damn often. And yes. I've tried and... Okay, so (laughs) coming from the shark world, from shark conservation, shark research, um, I'm not a shark researcher, but I just know a lot of people and was part of that community as like a volunteer um, and student. There was, there's so much division because people stick themselves in an echo chamber and what they think, what they want to hear. Also just petty human ego. That's going to come into play with most megafauna species as I've noticed uh, being among the research and conservation side. I can't speak to like naturalist work as much because I'm not a naturalist and I don't know like the whale watching community the same way and necessarily the orca community as deeply as uh, people who are like actually in it. But from the shark world, it became a mess of egos and blocking people, just being rude, bully, like whatever it is online and just sticking yourself only hearing your views is so aggravating because it it's important that we talk to people that don't fully agree with us. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them at least finding that like common ground is so important. I mean, like you did, you've had people on your podcast, Erica. I just used Jim Whitehead as an example. Because that was, that's what I was going to say was Jim yeah, Whitehead. I work in the whale watching industry. That is how I pay my rent. That is my career. I work for two companies. I like run one company and he literally used to throw smoke bombs at whale watching boats. He doesn't do that anymore. Personal <laughs> growth. Go Jim. We'd love to see it, but if, if Jim and I, if Jim used to throw literal smoke bombs at whale washing boats and we're friends and we can work together, anybody can do it. That's all I have exactly. to say. Exactly. Well, like I'm, so I'm friends with Ocean Ramsey. I'm also friends with people that hate her with a burning passion. Yeah. 
and it can be annoying because obviously like when you're friends with someone and someone hates them it's like that could be a division but it's also like there is I under I can understand to a certain extent why people are frustrated with her as a person uh but it's still important for me because if I never heard that like I don't want like an untainted view of like anyone in my life of any issue. I mean, with things like the dams, for example, like I would like to see an under, maybe try to understand the pro dam. I won't agree with it, but just so I understand the issue better so I can talk about it better and have like a fully educated or fully acknowledged, whatever viewpoint of the issue. So you can kind of, cause then it just feels like you are not fully understanding kind of to a certain yeah. extent. I think that's valid. What does everybody else think? How can we improve the community? Well, I was actually going to say communication. So that kind of goes along with what Kendra said is just, I wouldn't say being civil with other people, but like Kendra was saying, there are so many viewpoints when it comes to, especially when there are people that are really passionate about, like for us, for instance, for saving the Southern residents. And there might be people that just don't care, but I feel like communication and not pushing it on other people, and this can go for so many other things, you know, like, I know that um, people, one of the examples that I can give is I know that a lot of people are against people that are vegan, because there's other people that push it on them to the point where they're like, well, now I'm definitely not going to do it because I don't like sure. the way that you're pushing it. And that's the only comparison that, well, I have others, but that's the one that kind of comes to mind because there was a point in time where like people were going in stores and they were putting like fake blood on them and then at grocery stores and like telling people don't eat chicken and all this stuff. So it's like that part, like I would definitely stay away from communicate in the best way you possibly can reach people in a positive way, not in a negative way. You're not going to get people on your team if you're pushing at them or making them feel like a terrible person because they don't care when truly it could be something that they're not educated about. Um, so that would be like my big thing. And to, because I am big on social media, I take care of a lot of social media accounts and I see the good and I see the bad. And I have to like constantly tell myself to keep the good in it and not look at the bad because we all know how social media can be. It can turn in a second with one bad comment or one, you know, just somebody could look at a picture differently. Like we talked about in this, in this episode where somebody might not know, or they're not displaying what they did in that specific photo. And now people are judging them when they don't know the whole story. And it's, our responsibility to put that out there before you get those comments for people and just just staying positive with it that's I think that's what I can kind of hopefully move forward and stay that way when it comes to all of that I think that's like a really that's some really good insight <laughs> yeah stay positive communication I think you're right like if we're gonna assume anything and assume good intentions like don't assume that people are just like willfully being ignorant you know yeah I think that's valid what does everybody else think uh, it makes that makes a ton of sense. One of the big things that I think I'm trying to do, especially like even now, is like seeking out the people who we haven't heard from yet, especially too, because as we like as much as anybody will talk about like oh two sides like of any specific issue. So there's the dams, and you want to understand how different people are viewing it to just better the conversation, and then even more than that, importantly than that, make it like more a more intended decision um, to something to that degree, like in other aspects like i'd love to talk to like fishermen in alaska 
to see what their interactions and how they've like continually grown as along with all of the regulations that have happened with the species over time because i guarantee you there's people that have had interactions or um like engagements or the important the animals are important in different ways that they've seen uh that we might not know and like once we get the start trapped in the echo chambers like kendra was even saying earlier it's harder to it's harder to think about it outside of a, a very professional community to say the least and so seeing how like the greater public also interacts with them in ways that we are like i say we because we have a lot of different people here um that a lot of different facets will interact i think that's one thing at least to bring the whole community together it's like it's just it's another it's another voice it's another perspective uh, again, yeah. as most people were saying even before yeah that's yeah i think that that's totally valid like we can't we need to also meet people halfway you know like because the people, when we remove the dams, when we, you know, push for dam removal, we also need to equally be pushing as hard to make sure that those whose livelihoods rely on the dams, that they have some other form of income or that we are basically able to kind of like maybe pay them off with the extra money so that they're okay sort of thing. I think that's super valid. Brian and Erica, what do you guys think about like ways we can improve the orca community? I think you guys have kind of hit the nail on the head yeah <laughs> i um i erica and i erica worth and i we've talked a lot about this i take a very diplomatic approach to these sorts of things because i basically want to be if 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 i want to if i'm ever going to be considered as an enemy i'd rather be considered more like a frenemy than anything um <laughs> I want to be able to walk into the other camp and and not be like picketed you know what I mean and and the and the reason is kind of going along the line of what Kendra said is I want to understand the other side so the last podcast that I released was about pipelines and I'm like well why do people want pipelines you know that's what I want to know you know, like what, so before we even get to talking about like why they shouldn't be there, why should they be there from someone else's perspective, right? So, and because there's a lot of people who care about things and, and this is one reason why, you know, I don't really like to get into a whole lot of political conversations because, you know, like, like we were saying, it can become echo chambers, but I think um, at the end of the day, um, there's there's really there's there's what we prefer versus what's reality um and we have to weigh both of those and then we have to make a decision and then we have to just own it and be okay with it right just own your decision and like live with it and and live with whatever consequences that might come along with that too so like you're gonna so i'm a man that believes in conviction so like you need to have conviction about what you're you're standing behind and so i think as far as like um what can we do for the orchid community honestly just i think education comes through unbiased conversations most times people are listening when you don't even realize it um and so if you can just seek to understand um you know i've heard that i've heard it said before that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason it's meant 
it's because we're meant to listen more than we speak. And so when, when we're on the other side of that, just blasting and on a megaphone, just like bullhorn, you know, on social media and all that stuff, nobody's going to hear you kind of like what Kirsty was saying. Nobody wants to listen. You're shut down before you even got there because it's just so loud. You don't want to even get into it. So, um, I, with, with everything I try to do is to open up as many people to having a conversation as possible, because, um, I think that people generally have more similarities than they have, uh, dissimilarities. Um, but we only focus on that five or 10% on what we don't agree on. You know, we can agree on 90%, except nobody will ever know that because, we only make the the issues of the five and ten percent bigger and louder um, because we disagree on that. Well, why don't we just focus on the ninety percent and really work there? Because um, when when we can put down our egos, when we can put down our biases, our political agendas, our whatever, you know, then we can actually accomplish things together. Um, I believe in humanity in that way. So that's, that's what I'm, you know, you, that can be applied to so many different things too. Um, but yeah, definitely from the Southern resident orca perspective, they need it. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion is we've spent the last, I don't know, couple hundred years, but in particular the last 50 years really doing a ton of damage. And, um, we just didn't know what we were doing back then. So science isn't, you know, some airy fairy, just woo woo thing that you're just supposed to blindly trust in. It's real data and real data collection that shows us real evidence that we can make decisions based on something that has happened. Um, so if we think about science like that, uh, it takes away, you know, as long as you have an open mind and you're not biased by it, it can take away the prejudice of this notion that, you know, you know, there's just liberals or they're just, you know, tree huggers or whatever. No, science is meant to be data collection and we need to treat it like that and make decisions appropriately. So that's what I try to do is to have conversations with people that know more than I do so that they can really educate the rest of the world in a way that I could never do. I'm just a mediator. I love what you just said about how like, if we just look at data for what it is, it kind of eliminates prejudice. Like that, that's, we need to get that on a shirt and like put that everywhere. <laughs> like, that's what like about alternative facts? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think that all of those things, like you guys hit the nail on the head with all of them of how we can improve the community. And I feel like the only thing that I can add to that, because you guys did a wonderful job of, of covering that is just like, I think it would be helpful as far as with the communication, if we get real with what our values are. Um, and then like, cause at the end of the day, like I'll be in situations and like, you know, I'm a human too, like as much as I hate ego and I'm very aware of my own ego and like try to distance myself from it as much as possible and like have gotten to a point where I'm pretty good at doing that it still creeps in and like you know that's just being a person but just getting real with our values like whenever I'm doing something 
I try to remember at the end, like, I'm like, is this, like, what is the end goal here? Like, orca thing. And ultimately, whenever I go through moving through any sort of situation, I try to figure out, like, okay, how, what actions do I need to take and, like, be less reactive to, you know, certain situations? Because it's easy to get reactive when you're watching something that you love get destroyed, you know? Um, So, and I'm not perfect at doing that either, but I think that's also another thing just get real with our values and then also just like figure out what your goal is and then you know be mindful of how you're going to get there because it's so easy to get sidetracked and get caught up in the megafauna drama as dane puts it oh that's (laughs) that's beautiful well on that i definitely think that because it's a community of passionate people of course pride and ego and bias are going to get in the way and that's something like as having a platform, which like I do, I don't love saying like I'm an influencer, but like if the shoe fits, whatever. But like I very much had to like make myself become aware of what was going on around me in the community and of my own ego because I definitely have an ego. I just wanted every wildlife interaction. I definitely violated the Marine Mammal Protection Act once or twice in an attempt to get photos with dolphins. Luckily they are far away and I was a bad swimmer at the time. Not a bad swimmer, but like I wasn't a good diver so that I failed miserably. Um, I'm very grateful that that didn't happen, but I wanted to go everywhere. I wanted, like we were just talking, we talked before about going to Norway. I didn't even, I wasn't even gonna look into how it was, how any kind of regulations. I just was like pretty pictures. My friends have gone, I wanna go. Same with Tahiti, pretty pictures. My friends have gone, I got invited, I wanna go. Like all these places. And how cool, and I'm not naive to say, yeah, I think of some things that I want the photo. I am that person that sometimes sees something and I'm just like, picture, can you imagine the picture? And I had to become very aware of that and pace myself. I don't know if pace myself is the word, but like check myself, that's what I wanna say. Check myself that I am not acting in anyone's benefit, but my own when I'm doing that. And it's okay to understand that about myself, but I just have to, like check in because I've seen so many other people not do that. And yeah, you get a following, you get sick pictures, you get mad content. Um, but you, it, it, I really do think it just like consumes you. It turns it, it, it takes away the value of maybe what you want your messaging to be. And I very much try to keep my account, my, everything I do to be either educational or inspirational and inspirational past the photo like something with a caption especially if it has an animal in it because an animal isn't a prop whether I'm in the water above the water whatever it is that animal isn't the prop I should be the prop within the photo if I'm doing something like I shouldn't be inhibiting on that animal if I'm even in the photo and all that kind of stuff and that's okay to check that in yourself it's okay to be a photographer and be like oh I would like I have either breached regulations to get a picture or I have acknowledged that I have the desire to do so because of a picture or because of, I want an encounter. It doesn't have to be a picture. You can just like want that moment. <laughs> but I just think of pictures because, you know, and that it's okay. And that doesn't make you a horrible person. You just have to be aware of it. And then I think that helps you understand your own pride, your own ego, and then better understand other people's Like I get why people get mad or defensive when someone calls them out for doing something on social media, like, or calls like is for regulation and they're not like, I get why you get so defensive because we're humans. We get defensive of our own desires, 
And especially when we're all very passionate about animals, because it's not like we're in an office and we're fighting over paperwork that is just kind of whatever, like we're passionate people. Like I've never seen a field with more passion than the environmental sciences and conservation. So I just think help, like trying to just be aware of that within yourself into any capacity. You don't need a following to do it because you can have a hundred followers and still. And still do that. I would still do it. I feel like I don't know, but fighting over a stapler is real. (laughs) I'm not, I can't, I can't speak to it. I've only fought over fish. So (laughs) do you want to elaborate on this, Brian? Do you have a personal experience? I'm just saying for anybody out there who's listening right now, who works in an office, you know what it means to beat that person to the copy machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real passion. It is. Stop like putting it down, Kendra. That's real. <laughs> I'm really. I would like to formally apologize to all people that work in <laughs> offices. I am ignorant and I don't understand that struggle, and I'm really, really sorry. And I hope you accept my apology. That's good. See, that's what it means to put your ego aside, right there. There you go. Example, case in point, right there. <laughs> we're all humans. We all have. I just need to post like a notes app apology as well, and then yes. we're good. You should. In the credits at the end, I am sincerely sorry. It's just super long. (laughs) Here's a confession for all the sins I have committed in retribution for the offense I did to you. (laughs) Perfect. I think it's great. It's really great. Um, Yeah, I like Gloria has, Gloria Pankrazi, who's been on here a bunch of times. um, She once told me because I had like, um, when I, like posted about the regulations. I had so much fear doing that because I was like, oh my God, I'm in this community. I'm going to get backlash. And surprisingly, I've had more supporters within the community than not. Um, But she was like, always use the orcas as your compass. And like, that is something that stuck with me the whole time. And then Giles said something the other night when I was on a panel with her and Gloria, she said that she works for the whales. And I'm taking both of those things. (laughs) Going with it. Like, what would my whale boss say? They would say whatever they would say which would whale say, do you envision oh i don't know first one that comes to mind blackberry mike oh my goodness yeah mike mike was the other one but i was like blackberry but i was like but blackberry be dead though so. oh right i don't even know <laughs> all right blackberry i was just saying you're picking like the basics <laughs> like ooh. fine um how about cookie then Cookie is my boss. Talequa is the boss. Let's be honest. No, yeah. Talequa is the boss. No, really. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't know the individuals as well, which is why I w- I've been doing Whale of the Week, trying to find out who the whale is. Who who are these whales? What do they do? Who they be? Does everybody have a favorite Southern resident? Yes. What do you got, Kendra? K37. Bindi's so cute. Name? So- <laughs> Rain Shadow. Jammin. that's a dope name oh yeah he's really cool like he's <laughs> kind of the best i just mm. what about you guys anyone else have a favorite southern resident k36 alki should be mine oh my gosh we're like we're like neighbors oh my, oh my gosh. gosh oh my gosh what the i personally don't really know the names that's there? fine just make up a name and we'll <laughs> <laughs> find the closest (laughs) honestly some are really weird so you may land on a good one like you may Um, you may get one k35 perfect that's right another neighbor is that one yeah definitely yeah there's definitely a k35 i don't know what it is Or there will be 
or there will be, or it's dead. Erica. No, is it Sonata. Honda. Honda Sonata. Oh, did you already look it up? I was like, yeah, I just dang it. Okay. I was cool. slow. Oh. Yeah, my wife, uh, her favorite is Granny, who is. I was going to say okay. Granny. Oh, I should have heard that. In I peace. I've, I've heard of Granny. Yes, I should have said that. She's right here. Yes. Oh, the queen. Mine is surprise. <laughs> I love surprise too, Erica. <laughs> well, that's the baby. That's the mom that I was like the happiest for her baby. That baby's gonna be so cool. They better give it a good name. I swear, if they pick one of the ones that's not a good name, wow. <laughs> it's, it's literally gonna be Godzilla. I'm just saying. Yeah, Mike is <laughs> Mike is definitely my favorite. I've seen Mike in the wild swimming with a baby before i don't know which one but it was really sweet how cute oh look at bindi oh my goodness she's a good podcast dog to my dog out she's oh wait my mom erica another solution for bringing the community together like i will say always we lock everyone in a room and it's just forced therapy we yell at you yell at each other you know get all that get all that anger out you know how like good it feels to get the anger out it's called covid we just need to play icebreaker. Vaccinated, each other. vaccinated people. The vaccinated people. Put Camp them in a room together. Camp counselor games. Yeah, and then we have a couple like <laughs> moderators who are like pretty neutral. Um, just stand watch, make sure it doesn't get like too physical. Uh, yell at each other, and then you know have like a, have like thirty to forty five minutes of yelling. Then you got to stop. We're gonna take some breaths. We're gonna do some meditation. Yeah, then- but the guys we want in the room need are, are the no vaxxers. Those are the ones that need yes. to be in the room. We're talking about okay. Super they, it's fine we'll get there there's like a there's like the, there's like a panel between okay it's so like there's like distance you know COVID yeah. safe and then you take meditation we we like slow it down and then we sort of talk about what we have in common what we all love you have to go around the room you have to say one thing you like about southern residents and something you want to see happen to help them that is not contentious and then we're all like oh holy crap we all agree on a lot we all like have whoa. the same goals whoa yeah. wait a second and then besties yeah, and then <laughs> then we all come together to talk about ways we can move forward. This reminds me of Challenge Day. Did any have that in high school? Day? I went to a private school. There was an MTV yeah. show where they did this, but they did it at my high school. Where basically, like they they do that. They lock you in a gymnasium with your peers, and they like force <laughs> you to get vulnerable with them, and like everybody cries, yeah. and then like people. I did that at church. Yeah, where they like. <laughs> it's different. Walk. They line you up and they're like, if you've yeah. ever experienced this, take one step forward. Like, and then oh, I've seen videos of that. Yeah. So I was gonna say I we, we did silent library. Is that the same? No. <laughs> you know challenge do you know what silent library is? Are you That's no, I don't silent. I don't know what that is at all. It's such a great show. Oh my gosh, it's what? my favorite party game. Silent library. Who who raise your hand if you know what silent library is? It was on MTV. Listeners, raise your hands unless you're driving. Yeah, listeners, raise your hand. If you don't know what Silent Library is, you're going to have fun watching it tonight on YouTube. It is so funny. (laughs) It's basically, you're like, you and like, I think it's usually like six people. You're in a silent library and you're given challenges. You have to be quiet the whole time or else you get like in trouble, whatever. But they're like hard challenges. Like, like, mm, the one that came to mind isn't the most appropriate. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) I thought of the one where they like, you have stuff on your nipples and they got to like rip them off. Um, <laughs> so, so, so say it anyway you know that's, that's, that's not sound silent 
it's not because but you're supposed to keep silent and if you like hit a certain decibel they have like a microphone if you hit a certain decibel you get in trouble and it's like you you or anybody laughing yeah and your friends can't even laugh like none of you can make sound and they're all funny like you're like yeah they're not like like that that old kind of like mtv fear factor funny where you're like "Mm." (laughs) it's great that's what we did i feel like you also can become vulnerable together and stifled laughter by ripping things off nipples so yell fast and then we're gonna tape things on people's nipples (laughs) yeah rip them i can't think of any other vulnerability right there you can't walk out of that knot feeling a little bit closer (laughs) (laughs) you just bonded with someone (laughs) all right that's really that's what we're gonna do everyone in the community just gotta play silent library (laughs) because laughing together makes you feel more more happy and i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh my God. okay so scratch everything else that we already said this is what we're going with yeah everyone get in a room i'll moderate i'll just watch you'll just watch now she doesn't <laughs> want the the things ripped off her nipples it'd be like moderating the trump and biden uh dates <laughs> you have to be on a team with like three people who are like who disagree with you like you you can't just like be with just your friends because you gotta like make each other laugh one two three one two yeah we yeah we go around (laughs) one two three four five six one two like a real old school oh yeah wow it's one of those like team building things it's just so bizarre that it would probably work like to make you feel closer (laughs) to people Lori and I did talk about this. We were like, what if we basically had a conference, like a weekend long conference, and it was our own orca task force and like like not regulated by the government. We did like a grassroots thing. Um, but I'll definitely be sure to bring this up. That's actually a really good idea. Like besides like obviously we'd play silent library after dark when like whoever signs up, that's like one of the <laughs> things you can do. Um <laughs> Why does it have to be after dark? Because like, because it's not gonna be like a main part of the conference. Because the conference should be like really dedicated to, to their stuff. Oh no, 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 no! That the conference has to be after that. Like it needs to. We need to like break That's everybody the first. First activity. That's yeah. the icebreaker. <laughs> but, but now I'm just also like, wait, this conference sounds really good. I, want to I would be down. Can we do it. I, I'm. Can we hold? People are literally listening to this right now, wondering how does Orca Month <laughs> even exist when these weirdos are like the ones <laughs> we're in charge. Some of the people that are like, we're posting about it. We're like, we some call us the people the over Killer Wit, like the stewards of Orca conservation, and this is what we're talking about. <laughs> we're super whaley. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like before we started this, I was like, this is either gonna be like really cool and inspiring or it's gonna go this way both (laughs) i think it's been both both (laughs) yeah i mean but that's i feel like one of the the great things about orca people too is you know people have a sense of humor i would hope so well this is another thing that like a, a lot of people forget is like we're all here because we want to be yeah like we're here because like when we find all the work we're doing fun but and two we love the whales and three like this is it's fun to riff like this like it's yeah it's a community of people who like like we've been talking about we're passionate and excited and like we're ready for this kind of this kind of stuff yes this conference seriously sounds like a great idea like i would put (laughs) money i I would pay for this conference it's like i i love a good conference i love talking to people (laughs) i love networking so this is like 
I'm kind of like how I will help organize. Okay, what's- so you know who would be the uh, the best one to lead this conference is Tony Robbins. He could totally do this. <laughs> be so- I'd be a riot if he could pull it off. If we could pull off getting him, I, you know, for real. My ultimate like, you know how like ideally I would like the orcas to be saved is like yes. is Dolly Parton writes. <laughs> <laughs> orcas are can you can you give a sample of what you'd like to hear like i would love to hear what you have in mind guys i already didn't my music career (laughs) i'm a one-hit wonder it's one and done i already already did orca demise and i already showed orca demise to ronnie venucci of the killers i met him because he lives in monterey and i was like what he lives there he lives in monterey literally the (laughs) he's listened to the orca demise song I literally was like, I was like, hi. I like I got this funk. It's on here. There's a conversation of me. It's in one of the episodes, me at the bar, drunk, explaining what just happened. Okay, tell us what happened. (laughs) So the Orca Demise story. So I made a music video called Orca Demise by the Killer Whales, which is a parody of Mr. Brightside by the Killers. And I live in Monterey. And Ronnie Venucci, the drummer for the Killers, happened to be at the same place that I was at, which was a restaurant in slash bar in town. And um, my friend pointed him out, and I wouldn't have known. Luckily, she knew because she's like a local, whatever. And um, I like was like, like I just knew, like I knew because I knew that like he's he's around. I knew that I was gonna run into him at some point, and I knew that I was gonna have to show it to him. Like I knew. And I run into him and I'm like, I have to do this. So obviously I have like a glass of wine because I was like, there's no, there's no way this is happening sober. Like, oh my God. So I drink some wine. I go over to him. I'm like, hey, my name's Erica. I really like whales. He's like, what kind of whales do you like? And I was like, I like, he's like, do you like humpbacks? Do you like gray whales? I was like, I really like killer whales. And then he points to my arms. He goes like the killers. And I was like, yeah, exactly. So um <laughs> exactly like so um I made this music video I'm trying to help save these whales like I would just really appreciate if you would watch this video and maybe share it and um he was pretty drunk at the time his friend was pretty drunk um but he was like one of my only like YouTube like I have like three YouTube subscribers I don't even know how many I have but the last time I checked I had like three YouTube subscribers <laughs> So that's the story of how I met Ronnie Venucci and was like, hey, help me save the whales. But I think if if I meet him again, I would maybe reintroduce it again <laughs> in a sober manner, less scared and be like, hey, please actually share this because the whales really do need help. Also, if you would like me to come to a concert and live perform it, sure. That'd be everything. I, I would pay podcast? money to watch it. I oh, would yeah. go. I don't I would go. Oh, we're the orcas. That, that's the musical number for the convention. Boom. Okay. <laughs> look, we're look, we're organizing it already. We're literally gonna Damn. this is an, we're organizing the whole thing. Oh my god. There it is. You know I'll be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Look, money. Hey, what? <laughs> What's happening? Good old fashioned networking. Listeners, this is how it works. Learn from you're, this. You're listening and we're creating. See? Exactly. You're here with us. No, I don't know why your story just reminded me of the time I stalked a K-pop star at SeaWorld. What? Wow. <laughs> Which one? Okay, so um, when I was in high school, 
I was a huge K-pop fan. Um, I also went to SeaWorld pretty reg, pretty, pretty, pretty regularly. While I was there, there was a K-pop star who had like just moved to California. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do you went to SeaWorld? <laughs> Little did I know I was manifesting apparently because on our second day at SeaWorld, there's this really tall guy who looks really freaking familiar. I know no one in California, okay? Uh, and me and my friend, I was like, that guy looks like this K-pop star Tao from XO. And this was like way back, you know, years ago when this group was really big. And he had like just left the group. I was, I cried about it. Like it's a whole thing. Um, I'm an emotional person. And I started taking pictures and I followed him around for like an hour from like a pretty good distance. But I know when I first saw him, he saw me realize I, it was him because I stopped in the middle of like this open area at SeaWorld San Diego. And I said his name out loud with like a question mark at the end. <laughs> and he looked at me and I was like, I'm not, but I refused to go say hi because I knew that like, part of me was like, man, but it's celebrities and like they deserve private time. And it's with his family and friends. I don't want to be creepy. So instead I was just was creepy in a different way, which was oh distance God. taking pictures. You can Google, I don't know if it's still there, but there was that point where if you Googled Harpseal 111 Tau XO, the pictures I took were on like, cause K-pop's the whole thing. Um, there was Everybody an account. Go Google that right. There now. was an account I followed called like XO Updates, and they literally would like people would send them updates of like when they'd seen the the singers out in the wild, <laughs> you know, like stalker fans, like paparazzi, and I contributed to that. <laughs> I can't ever live it down. So there we go. This is welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining. See, us. See, whales today. bring people together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy <laughs> I feel like we should probably wrap up because people probably have things to do and you know listeners I don't your things to fill their time with other than this nonsense uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's no... thoroughly entertained right now I know, I know. So, but like what's up with this conference what's, okay we will so we, when's our next meeting <laughs> we'll literally like take on I'm time to, to to do this Okay, let's do it, Kendra, because let's do it. I like Jesus. I have committed to so many things. What is sleep going to be in the next couple months? But let's get it done. Let's do this. Well, you plan them out like a year in advance. So it's not like plan it out like a year. 2022. Yeah, that's funny time to get Tony. A year from today. Yeah, exactly. I already have another band that would would be willing to play that they incorporate whale sounds in their music. We've already discussed it with them. Delphinus Orchestra. At least I'm pretty sure we talked like a year ago, so I'll have to check back in. Yeah. But I'll check out the band anyways and their videos because their videos are cool. And also they are they care about the whales like a lot and they use ethical footage and they make sure that their oh. footage is ethical. So gang gang, shout out Delphinus Orchestra. Bada bing, bada boom. So we'll do them oh, and why? then potentially try to get Ronnie Venucci and then I will debut Orca Demise and then we will play Silent Library. We will yell at each other. <laughs> Then, then we'll have some great intro yeah i love that song you have her play the song it's so cute yes yeah, so no, we'll all learn it together and we perform it at the end <gasps> perfect oh my god that'd be so, so cool. cool we literally have like an hour on like the last day where we're like all right everyone come in the hall we're gonna learn the song oh and at god. the end we, we film a video of all the people that came to the convention singing oh, the song like a high school camp <gasps> done literally, in k-pop style that's the yeah, idea in... <laughs> exactly I, this is also funny because I also have like this K-pop McDonald's meal. <laughs> I don't listen to K-pop anymore. 
So let that speak on an opinion, whether you like that about me or you don't like that about me, you can go either way, but I'm just saying, I don't <laughs> listen to K-pop anymore, but I once did quite intensely to the point where I was a stalker. Um, but I think that'd be, I'm, I'm envisioning like a summer camp mixed with like yeah. education convention mixed with like therapy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You guys ever seen, uh, was it the third Pitch Perfect movie? I've seen them all a million times. Where <laughs> like they go to the camp and they like had to find their voice again or something. Yes. That's, I could that's sing that right I now, imagine. but I won't. <laughs> we, we do riff offs with each other. We form. <gasps> there's three Dude, different uh, acapella orca groups. Riff you, got off. J, you got a J-pod acapella group, L-pod acapella group, and we got to like riff off together. And we all just make whale noises at each other. Oh. <laughs> you have to keep it within the pod's dialect. You can't like go outside that. Orca beatbox. Let's, who's gonna give us a sample right now? <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. Like, I, need to be- <laughs> I don't know. How to do it. <laughs> it's so high. It would be so high. You should be like, <laughs> just we be all like Michael need Jackson. Pain microphones. <laughs> it's just Michael Jackson. It just turns into Michael Jackson. I love this. That's amazing. Yeah. I think the hardest cool. part about this whole thing wouldn't be like putting it together. It'd be getting people there. Yeah. Like, I, I think like you would be deciding what amazing events to keep in because you got to cut some stuff. It'd be so like, what are we going to cut? Because everything we've said are, right now is winning. Like that has to go in. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the <laughs> like, we at least have 10. Yeah. Maybe it's a two weekend conference or a whole a week. Weekend. Like all I hear are good ideas. <laughs> all I hear is a successful conference. It's a healthy mix of chaos and education. We haven't really talked about the education part yet. Like that's going to come. <laughs> so we're really just settled on the chaos. But Who's everything educated? we learn from it. Chaos makes everything just be- like it's just a little bit of chaos. And then education and then conservation. <laughs> it's a, the perfect trifecta. Chaos, um... education, conservation. That's five. Everyone has to also... wear a suit. It's, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great. That's slogan. my tattoo. Chaos, education, conservation. That's my whole personality, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I can Good relate. mantra. Yeah. Good mantra. Yeah. I can only imagine the headlines. Exactly. I'll wear my, my, my Bucky wetsuit just to be real weird. Yeah. Just be like, you will have it by then. Yeah, I know I will actually. I will have Blackfin will be supporting from a distance. <laughs> this episode is no longer sponsored by Blackfin. I don't know that we want blackfin support in this because do we need caffeine in this mixture no alcohol. alcohol yeah <laughs> can you make like an alcoholic coffee i think those yeah, exist like some baileys in it Liqueur. there's like there's some um there's some like i think stanley park has like some like uh orca yeah there's a there's beers. a company that has orcas on it i've yeah. seen it but it's beer i think so two beers uh brewing company has an orca thing they're they, they're a sponsor. They're out they're, there. They've decided in this. They've never heard this. They, they have to hear this, and then here they go. I we also like- we also film commercials beforehand that show in between <laughs> events. <laughs> I feel like live stream the- live stream the whole thing. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. This used to be filmed. These cut in between. Well, yeah, people have to. Of course, people who can't come, you know, we accommodate. <laughs> and they get these little commercial breaks but everyone there also gets their commercial breaks because that would be awful to keep them away from these amazing commercials that we will create 
We're doing great things. <laughs> and then to promote it, Erica, you're going to wear your Orca onesie. 100%. You're just going to run around Seattle and Monterey. <laughs> you're going to be on a boat just holding a sign. <laughs> Okay. Where is this Park. event gonna be? Like we haven't even well, nailed that down. Friday Harbor, right? I guess I could. Is there work. a place we just big gotta... enough? Well, you go to, like the high school. <laughs> you can do it at the out. Whale Center. This, yeah. I don't think the Whale Center is big enough. Definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not big enough. Whale Museum's definitely not big enough. No, I not. I don't a know that there's anywhere big enough. Do we need to go to Seattle? The high school gym. <laughs> I'm like, like. <laughs> Yeah, I spent my entire, like, I literally just graduated from, like, I was doing an events organization at UBC, like, we. Yeah, I, yeah, I was a, a president for possible. a club. It is, see? Oh it's happening. Brian, this is super pod. You didn't I'll, yes. I'm literally I, watching the world implode right now. <laughs> as I will, I will say we will likely have to cut some of these events for those of you listening who are just thinking, <laughs> man, what fun. What <laughs> my goodness january 2020 none of this is included (laughs) everything i said we thought 2020 was bad and it just has an announcement kendra's not on the committee for deciding (laughs) (laughs) she comes in often and presents ideas but not on the committee (laughs) it's like that episode have you guys seen parks and recs yes okay you know the episode when the one guy comes in and starts talking about like Star Wars for like an hour. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That'll just be me to like whatever committee that's deciding <laughs> that's deciding like what they're gonna do with this. I'm just gonna pop up and be like, here it is. The entire I'm gonna just describe the entire convention. You guys gotta sit through this. It takes me two hours to get through this entire itinerary because I gotta thoroughly give you the details. I've blocked every commercial. I've blocked. I I'll even act it out. You're welcome. <laughs> there it is. My theater will come out. So this, this is, is for the whales. This is what we're doing for Orca Month. The, the things that we do for the whales, the, the amount of unorthodox, like random things that we've had to do for the whales. Everybody's been there, right? I'll do a musical about them. Like, yeah. I'll write you, it. Music video. You got to go on a Tinder date. You got to talk to a gay <laughs> Like, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, cool. <laughs> should awesome. We, should we... <laughs> Wrap this up, you well, know. Happy Orca Month, everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's why we came on here. That's why we're here. Happy Orca Month. Happy Pride Month. Yay. Happy Ocean Month. Happy Ocean. Yes. Month. Is it Ocean Month? Is that a thing? Yeah. So this week is Ocean Week. That it's, this is recording because June eighth is World Ocean Day. Mm-hmm. So right. this is World Ocean Week. Mm. Maybe that was last week. Maybe this week's World Turtle Week. I haven't seen it. I mean, it's I World Ocean, Ocean Day. I'm getting lost in the weeks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yes. I know. I feel like I've seen this is Ocean Week, but then today I saw it was Turtle Week and I was like, what? Maybe yeah. it's both. Mm. It very much That's could tr- be both. It, yeah, it really could be. Hmm. Turtles are cool. Okay. Well, on that note, everyone have a homosexual whale week because it's Orca Month. Live your best life. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for coming. This was this was a podcast yes it was fun have an excellent week yeah you too thanks for listening everyone whoop whoop hope you enjoyed it hopefully we had some positive messages for you